0: This is talking back. I'm your host Dr. Paula Sperry. For the next half hour, I invite you to join me as we explore health issues in the news and learn from those involved in keeping our community healthy. Our goal is not to diagnose or to suggest treatment, but to celebrate your body's innate potential to heal itself. Good morning, Cape Cod. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Back. Anytime a holiday tends to come along, we just give up everything good about what we've been doing for ourselves and dive into the bag of goodies instead. And we let ourselves go to the point where, like, for example, around from Thanksgiving to New Year's, of gaining 8 to 16 pounds of extra weight. Then, as soon as we can, we try to get back into figuring out what to do with it. I've got Susanna Sigonikova here, who's a health coach from Orleans, and one of her fortes, coming from the cooking and culinary industry along with her husband, is how to help us reorganize our thoughts around the holidays, around what we are consuming. Welcome to Talking Back. Thank you, Paula. Hello, Cape Cod. I guess it's because people kind of give up on themselves as far as I can see for a while. Giving up could be part of it, but also I feel like
1: people are looking forward to this time of the year. The life is hard, it's fast paced, it's stressful the food drinks merriment is our reward and we mm-hmm. sort of give in into that thought like there are calories involved here like i i think it's more like i deserve this it's holiday time this is what everybody's doing this is what we've been doing mm-hmm. food is linked to our comfort our comfort level rises up we feel good mm-hmm. but the problem is how good do we feel for how long really mm-hmm. is it a five minute instant gratification or are we gonna feel good two hours later are we gonna feel good that night could we even sleep after what we've done to ourselves how are we gonna feel two days later all still bloated from that one feast those pounds they creep up so fast and yes the time between thanksgiving and uh new year's eve is crucial plus there is not that much daytime left so we are a little less active it's one with the other Mm. this is when we need to refocus
0: and restructure our priorities you have actually coached people who have lost weight during holiday season i
1: did that myself we just came off of thanksgiving and i was losing weight actively two years ago thanksgiving was the first holiday that hit and i was astonished that i get to have three thanksgiving dinners go to parties and on monday step on the scale and be three pounds lighter oh my goodness and i could do this and i can have fun and That was like an exclamation point on the whole Thanksgiving weekend for me, and I felt beyond fantastic. So then the next year came, I was a brand new coach, and I was like, I'm gonna do this with my clients, I'm gonna lead them by example, so I put myself back on eating very sensibly, but still partaking in everything that was laid in front of me and did it again and this year i just knew i'm gonna do it because you know it was proven so right right now this year this was a hat trick for me it was a third year in a row and i'm like this is a tradition now i'm gonna do this every single year because you could it's it's how you eat how you layer it how you understand what food does yes you can do it it's a plan like Mm. if you have a plan you execute this it's anywhere in your life like if you are running errands Mm and you really didn't structure it in your head where you're going, you're going to run those errands, it's going to take you two hours because you maybe go back and forth and everywhere. But if you set yourself a plan, then that time is cut to an hour and you are f- efficient and effective and you feel good about yourself. So I always tell my clients to have a plan. When you have a plan, pretty much I would say 80% chance you are going to execute it. hmm
0: Today we're speaking with Susanna Signonikova. She's a health coach from Orleans, Massachusetts. And we're talking about how to actually lose weight rather than gain the usual eight to 16 pounds over a holiday season. It's much harder to, I would imagine, lose it after the fact than to plan, as you just said, to keep it off Oh, don't we all know it, yeah. you know? <laughs> Whatever comes on you,
1: you could be very easily, let's say four or five pounds on. And to lose four or five pounds, it would not take you three days, right? <laughs> it's gonna take you two weeks, a month, right. you know? And if you don't have a plan, even longer, because you, you don't know what you execute, in. And then there is that accountability. And being accountable to yourself, it's one of the hardest things i mean we i guess we don't value ourselves as much as we value our teachers and doctors and coaches mm-hmm. so being accountable to somebody else even rather to your spouse like make them part of it yeah tell
0: them what you're doing
1: exactly right. what you're doing and also tell them okay so i knocked off another pound and you cheer together and just because if you just do it. To yourself and I think this is where everybody fails in January you know they are always saying like the gyms are full first two weeks in January that's right and, yeah because you're accountable to yourself and then it's just it just disrupted your life because all of a <laughs> sudden you're going to gym five times a week mm-hmm. and it's too much and everything else that you love doing it's put to the side so then of course you're just gonna go back to what you love doing
0: another thing they say Susana is that you cannot out exercise a bad diet do you agree with that? Yes, but it goes hand
1: in hand. First of all, I think I knew the statistic, like uh, eating and exercising. So if you're losing weight, the eating part is far more than 50%. I think it's like 70% Mm -hmm. is uh, the diet and 30% is the exercise. The healthiest people do both.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I absolutely agree with that, but I also tell my clients, you need to move and Going back to how fast-paced our lives are, I have to sometimes sit with them and find 10-minute time somewhere in their busy life to take their family for a walk. I'm not saying you have to hit gym and do CrossFit or anything extreme. Just Just a
0: simple walk. Just go for a walk. Yeah.
1: Walking, swimming are the natural movements for our body. They exercise everything. They exercise it gently. We've been designed to... Mm -hmm walk, swim, you know, like jogging, all that, that our body knows how to do that. So start there.
0: Yeah. The funny thing is we're not really designed to sit, but we take children when they're little babies and we put them in chairs at at the restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. You see the little kid in the high chair and he's arching his back and screaming. Mm. And, you know, he was a perfectly happy child before you put him in that chair. They don't like to be bent in half that way. Mm -hmm. We should be squatting. Mm. not sitting. Mm. We get so used to and comfortable in sitting that we assume that it's a natural thing to do, but they say that sitting is the new smoking as far as all the bad things it can do for your health. Interesting. Spoken like a true chiropractor, right?
1: (laughs) Thank you for sharing
0: this with us. I never thought about it, so this is fantastic. We're both learning. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why it's always great to talk to you, Susanna. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're here today with Susanna Sigonikova, And she is sharing with us some of her wisdom around how to lose weight over the holidays rather than to gain the 8 to 16 obligatory pounds that we tend to give ourselves permission to do when a holiday comes along. And it doesn't matter if it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or 4th of July or somebody's big wedding party. Birthday. Yeah, Yeah, birthday. Birthday party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... You were talking about the importance of planning. How important is writing down the plan as far as you see? extremely important. That's your plan.
1: Again, life is too busy to remember everything, even the important things. (laughs) Write it down, people. Write it down. um, And then check that list. Mm -hmm. And there is something also mental that happens to you once you write down your points. You relax more about it. Something that's in your head, it's a thought, and you might believe it. Once it comes out, you say it. And when you write it down, it solidifies. I do have a plan. It's on the paper. I can put it up on
0: the wall. It is extremely important to have it like that. And the accountability is important, as you said, too. And this is why it's important to work with a health coach. Now, when you first started to try to lose weight, on your own. <laughs> you studied someone else doing it, you told me, and then uh, you decided, you know, this isn't going so smoothly. You decided it was important to have a health coach. What is the importance of incorporating a person to help you coach through this? First and foremost, it is
1: that accountability. It's somebody who you report to your wins and here and their losses. Nobody's journey is perfect, nor was mine. I keep telling that to everybody. Please let me know when you also put on weight. We, we check in weekly together. Okay. And sometimes my clients, they, like, they're like they avoiding me. I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? It's Monday. What's going on here? And they're like, well, you know, I have to confess. There's a little uptick. And I'm like, okay, how much? And tell me. And let's learn from it. Mm-hmm. And I say a well-placed mistake throughout their week, mm-hmm. if we learn from it, was a well-placed mistake. We are going to now. Focus on this. What is your nemesis? What is your kryptonite? And we are not going to repeat it or we're going to try not to repeat it Mm -hmm. because we need to form new habit. And if this thing makes you gain weight in a week, then that is something we really need to Mm -hmm. look at. What is it? What does it do to you? And I try to explain it to them, like what happened metabolically there so they understand. Because I believe if they understand the science and how it all works Mm -hmm. internally, then it's uh, much better for them to possibly
0: avoid that mistake. Do you help people to change their diet or work with the diet that they currently have? Uh,
1: work with the diet they currently have. I am a huge believer that we get to eat a little bit of everything. You cannot cut off carbs or fats from your diet. Those are the two macronutrients that a lot of diets cut off completely. You just need to focus on eating all three of them because your body needs it but you need to do it sensibly and in a balanced way so i don't want you to not eat sugar i don't want you to not eat uh bacon i don't want you to not eat those things you just need to eat it sensibly you can not eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner seven times a week Mm. that would not work for you you also have to scale portions that is where we fail this is i told you that before
0: oh that pie was so good i think i'll have two more pieces oh yeah yeah (laughs) an extra whipped cream please
1: this is the problem i call living in a land of plenty so it's available to us i know i understand we have it like how many pies did we have on a table at thanksgiving Not one, not two, there's like there's a bragging right about this there is like there is a fun factor about it, and right. then there is the scary factor about it when you think about it, it's like, right. oh my God, my family ingested seven pies they're gone <laughs> oh like goodness. it went through our bodies
0: like that should shake you to the core mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, and what about timing during eating i mean could we just like get up and eat small amounts of food all day or is it best to like keep all of our food within a certain window of time
1: there is a lot of thoughts about this but what i know and have studied the healthiest nations on earth they definitely eat often and they eat smaller amounts Mm. eating breakfast lunch and dinner it's a first step but unfortunately We are not even doing that. Like how many times do we skip breakfast Mm -hmm. altogether or lunch when we are at work and we are busy? We absolutely skip that meal and then we come to dinner ravenous. Mm -hmm. And uh, scientifically, I can explain it to you how your blood sugar dropped and everything. And now your internal organs are screaming for nutrition. The only organ that can communicate that with you is your stomach. That's actually a very lazy organ because when he starts screaming that he needs food, it's way too late. It's past and other organs already a long time gave up and said, <laughs> "I have a no power to do what I'm supposed to do." And now different chemical, including the brain, yes, yeah. and different chemical processes started to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So by the time you catch up that you were supposed to eat and you're ravenous and you have the shakes and everything it's really late and if you eat you instantaneously feel good but that is just what gets to your brain right away i'm satiated those organs in there are suffering for additional hours your body doesn't bounce back from you starving yourself as fast as you would think
0: not only that there's a mechanism in our bodies to take any excess or extra carbohydrate calories especially and put it into the fat cells, because it's so afraid mm-hmm. that you might starve Ex- yourself again. Exactly, so <laughs> please don't
1: skip your breakfast, lunch and dinner, and ideally you would have a snack between breakfast and lunch, and definitely a snack between lunch and dinner. That span of hours, lunch to dinner, it's too long for your body to be happy without eating anything. Uh, so maybe
0: like five or six small meals during the mm-hmm. um, absolutely eight to 12 hour absolutely. window. Absolutely,
1: that is one of my most effective plans that I teach, it's six small meals. Six we small get, meals. Okay. We get like this to the dinner, and then there is the favorite meal. It's the after-dinner snack. So you get to have a brownie if you want and still lose weight.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about setting up the, your metabolism correctly, Exactly, I yeah. yeah slow and steady yeah. that's
1: how it works yeah. best i know many of you listening might be on intermittent fasting which is like long i was just going yes that. long yeah. periods of not eating and then uh, having like i think six hours within which you can eat yes you've trained your body and your body is happy with that and you lost weight i'm not gonna say that you're not gonna lose weight and this might work for you it might not work for many people but scientifically and metabolically what's happening in your body i just can't
0: put my body through that because i know lots of small meals with small portions we all suffer so much from over-carbohydrating ourselves Mm -hmm. and blood sugar issues and insulin reaction Mm -hmm. you know and metabolic syndrome and everything a lot of people and uh, natural healthcare will tell you, that's a great way to start to get your blood sugar under control is to 100%. feed small amounts. You Every know. diabetic right now listening
1: is absolutely agreeing with you. Yeah. It's, it's regularity to keep that blood sugar leveled. Yeah. And it's a first sign of distress in the body when that dips high or low. And for people suffering from diabetes, it's so extreme. They, you know, they have all sorts of symptoms and they can function for a couple of minutes, maybe hours. So that is not fun just because us who are not diabetic can deal with that spiked or uh, hypoglycemic blood sugar better. That doesn't mean it doesn't wreck our internal clockwork and everything. That's the mechanism that's going on. So
0: we just need to be very conscious about it if you're joining us here at 92.1 or 91.3 fm or perhaps you're streaming at womr.org where you can also find podcasts of talking back that go back for years of all the guests that we've had talking back is in its 31st year of production here On the radio I'm very proud to say and today I'm also very proud to say I'm speaking with Susanna Sigonikova she's a health coach from Orleans Massachusetts Susanna you came here from a different country didn't you I did, but first of all, I want to congratulate you to 31 beautiful
1: years enriching this community. Thank you. You are very welcome, I did a silent club for you. <laughs> um, yes, I am from a different country, it's in the geographical center of Europe, quickly anybody take guesses if you can, it <laughs> is, drum roll, it's Slovakia. Slovakia. Yes. Most people these days know about Slovakia, there is that one other country (laughs) whose name is very close to us also from Europe, that's Slovenia, two different countries. Now people know, we are also part of former Czechoslovakia, see, Ah. those two countries put together after the war and it was Czech and Slovakia, they spliced us together, and then we peacefully said goodbye after 60 (laughs) years, and now you got your Czech Republic and Slovak Republic. Excellent, right there
0: in the middle of Europe. Perfect. Now, do Europeans have a different center. way of looking at eating and food than we do here? Uh, where I am from,
1: 100%.
0: I, I was just going to say one thing. I know a lot of people from Bulgaria, Slovakia, Romania, different places mm-hmm. come here, they look healthy, fit, they eat mm-hmm. our food, and before you know it, they blow up and get the size of Americans okay so there What's is up oh, with that? i know there is a That's lot like.
1: of different layers <laughs> so different culture and not as much plentiness of um, ingredients and also uh there is a financial factor that food is very expensive over there so you value it differently then there's that cultural factor then how you eat and the recipes and the biggest one and not everybody will like this one but the food in europe is healthier than mm-hmm. the food here and that is on government and manufacturers how they are bending their own beliefs they mm-hmm. understand and they have to bend their beliefs for yes let's feed this to the masses
0: two words shelf life mm-hmm. <laughs> And also profit. Yeah, there's <laughs> the third word. Absolutely, so as Americans we have to be careful as people from Europe or other places where the food might have be better quality, although there's a little more food insecurity, a little bit of awareness of coming into this land of plenty.
1: Uh, you probably would compare it to when you go to college and you put your standard college 15 or 10 the first year, your accountability coaches, your first coaches in your life, when yeah. you are nice and healthy because your mom insists that you eat an apple before mm. you have a candy bar <laughs> and all that stuff. And then you get to college and you have this freedom and it's pizza every an single day. Yes, because you can <laughs> and you are enjoying your food freedom. Yeah. And then you come home for holidays and you're like, uh, okay, what just happened here? And everybody can see... They do tell you they love you regardless, but every good parent tells you that, you know, restructure your thoughts,
0: get get a plan, and
1: just be healthier. Nothing feels as good as healthy.
0: That's right. Yeah. Not even after you eat that big piece of pumpkin pie with the ice cream. That feels fantastic for five <laughs> minutes. It does. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to
1: get the dopamine
0: going. It's Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's all that chemical reaction. It's yeah. instant gratification over long-term gain. Yeah. And now you have to balance where,
0: where you go, where do you want to go. Right, right. So how would you suggest a person get started with trying to face the situation first of all and then deal with it second it would be hard to start abrupt with everything
1: cutting the portions and everything you need to understand common knowledge too what is healthy for us and what is not healthy baked goods sorry to all the bakeries in the area you are a treat and Mm. blessing to all of us to have a treat but again like we have to be careful how many calories my breakfast sandwich has does it have to be on croissant yeah or can it be without bread can I just have plate of eggs and some vegetables with it
0: we're all so different I mean I've been up and down with weight myself and uh, have followed very healthy diets in other people's opinion and got gained nothing but arthritis and uh, autoimmune problems mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. The irony being that if I eat almost pure meat, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, now I can add in some vegetables, very mm-hmm. small amount of vegetables, but my weight drops. I have more energy. My arthritis clears up somewhat. Now, I would not say that that diet is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. If I eat grains... I'm a mess. That doesn't agree with your body, don't See? do it. so, well, that's exactly mm-hmm. what, what I wanted to share, yes. is that we are so different. But what do most people need to start to do? I would not advise anybody to do the diet that I have for myself. Yes, yeah. Unless it's... you're working with a coach like yeah. yourself or a nutritional consultant of yeah. a different type.
1: I would start with basics. Now, there are two things that are not connected to eating but they are essential Mm -hmm. and they're very easy to talk about and then we're going to talk about the nutrition first thing sleeping if you don't sleep nothing works you're running on fumes not even your digestive system will kick in it just won't so people give yourself minimum of seven hours of sleep if you're working physically you need to start with eight hours Mm plus plus. It restores everything. It gets energy. So sleep. Start with that. It's a very easy thing to do. Set it on your cell phone. Go to bed. There is no show good enough for you to stay up for.
0: You can record it anyway. You can
1: record it. Second thing, water. Again, that is very easily controlled. Yeah. You need to drink your two liters. If you are on metric system or 64 ounces of plain, clear water Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so those two things could be controlled like this right away and then we get to the nutrition itself i take people as intelligent human beings you already know you already know what is there that is too much of and what is there that it's not enough of Mm. like i already mentioned vegetables they should be on every single plate of yours i have this thing when i when i'm posting for my people to see how you should eat healthy so i post that if there's nothing green on the plate i have to sprinkle at least like chives on it or (laughs) micro greens or something because that plate to me is not finished yeah and you know there could be a lot of vegetables that i sauteed and stuff they're just not green and that plate to me doesn't look finished i that's my own thing so definitely you need to incorporate vegetables they're your life there is so much goodness in there that needs to be on every single plate Cut down on the starches. I know mashed potatoes are delicious. Rice is delicious. If you cut off that from your dinner and replace it with vegetables, you are going to see the change. You're going to see a a big difference. Yeah. Within a week. And uh, within a few days, how you feel after that meal and uh, how you sleep Mm. too. Right. So it goes one with the other. The right. body is beautiful, complex system of a lot of moving parts. And
0: just pay attention to what it's telling you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And don't put yourself second, third, fourth. You know, like you take care of everything else. Your family, your pets, your sister, your mom, your bosses, your work, your clients. Mm-hmm. And where is you? Where is you in there? Please sit down. Take 10 minutes. Put your
0: mask on first Uh, and then put on everyone else's mask. Exactly. It's
1: it's not how we are conditioned to live, but we need to find a time for ourselves.
0: Well, Susanna, you give us a lot of hope of getting through the holiday season, whatever the holiday is, whatever time of year it is, without having to gain 8 to 16 pounds of extra weight and in fact you have a way of helping people to plan ahead and to actually lose weight during these otherwise Abundant times. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So how can people get a hold of you to further conversation about? I am on Facebook and my
1: Facebook is set up for public. So you can actually look me up even if you don't have Facebook account. Z-U-Z-A-N-A. That's the first name. It's like Slavic version of Susana, but it's a Susana. And last name. You guys need pen and paper for this. So get it. (laughs) It's C as a cat. I G A N as Nancy, I K O V as Victor, A.
0: Siganikova. Susanna Siganikova. There thank you go, Paula. <laughs> I've mastered that. Well, thank you so much, and hopefully, people will pay attention to what we've talked about today, Susanna, and take it upon themselves to look inward and figure out how they want to eat to stay healthy for the holiday season in the coming year without having to make a new year's resolution which won't work anyway Mm -hmm. absolutely and one last thing that we part with
1: every bite you take can or feed a disease or it can heal the disease Mm -hmm. so let's all just try to feel better be better and heal ourselves with food so let's work it let's work it and have the most fantastic
0: life well, that was so perfect. We'll leave it right there. Thanks again for joining me on Talking Back. Have a great day, Cape Cod. Thank you for tuning into Talking Back. Talking Back is heard on WOMR Radio at 92.1 FM at this time each week. If you have news or comments to share or you would like to be a guest on Talking Back, write, call, or email this station, care of Dr. Paula Sperry, WOMR FM Radio, Post Office Box 975, Provincetown, Massachusetts 02657 or you can give us a call we're at 508-487-2619 or 1-800-921-9667 we're also at www.womr.org online. Tune in next week and until we meet again please remember to love your body.